Peace, love, and blessings, the podcast where we're here to educate, motivate, and inspire you to do better in every aspect of your life. I'm your host, David Ross. And I'm Dr. Nicole Ross. Now let's jump into the show. This episode of Peace, Love, and Blessings podcast is sponsored by plbinspires.com. Check out plbinspires.com for all the latest inspirational apparel and more. Visit plbinspires.com today. Welcome to today's show. I am super excited about today's topic. For those that don't know me, listen, entrepreneurship, that's my heart. That's my passion. That's what I do. So we was like, all right, we got to do something when we just talk about the power of entrepreneurship, the importance of entrepreneurship, you know, and just having the conversation and like why it means so much to us. What do you think about that? I think that's phenomenal, especially with the uptake of so many people starting businesses now Absolutely. and um, looking changing from side hustle to actually making a legit business out of it. I think that now is a phenomenal time to have the conversation about entrepreneurship, especially yeah. even with us being at the end of the year, you know, people have been doing business all year. So now we're at the end of the year and this is a couple of things that, you know, need to take place even at the end of the year. Yeah, so. I mean, the end of the year, this is time for the holidays. So this is like if you sell a product, this is your opportunity. You know, product, any any product based businesses that are listening now, listen, get your holiday sales together because this is the time when you can make money. There are some industries that that's all they do is sell during the holidays and they make Absolutely. enough money for the whole year. So this is definitely the time, you know, where you can make money. You know, but to your point, businesses, I think we saw a huge influx in businesses when COVID happened. Absolutely. Because everybody was good working for somebody else until they couldn't work for somebody else anymore. And that's when their mindset changed. That's when it was like, you know what? COVID happened. The whole world shut down. But I still got to live. I still got to make money. I still got to find a way to make a living. And yeah, these little, you know, they had, what what was it? The unemployment was, you know, checks was going up and people was happy about getting that. The stimmies. Yeah, the stimulus <laughs> checks was coming in, but understanding yeah, yeah, yeah. like that still wasn't enough. And so when you were able to say, okay, you know what? I'm going to take matters into my own hands. I'm going to become an entrepreneur. I'm going to start me a business and, 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 and see what I can do. Just kind of betting on yourself is the way I look at it. Absolutely. When you take that step, it's like you betting on you at that point. <laughs> I, I totally agree. Um, and and woo, we, we, we jumped out there. We went pretty fast. So I, I want to ask you, what pushed you into this whole entrepreneurial space, um, setting up your mindset to be an entrepreneur and also helping other people with their entrepreneurial journey? How did all of that come about? How far do you want me to go back? Right? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Honestly, it was entrepreneurship. I can think back to... You know, again, for those that don't know, we are a military family. So, you know, when you, when when you were in still and we lived in Germany, I couldn't work. I couldn't go and get a job. And if I wanted to go to McDonald's and get a job, I couldn't because we were in a whole nother country. I didn't have a green card. I didn't have a visa. And so for me, it was like, you know what? I got to find something else that I can do to make money. And so I believe at that time I kind of dibbled and dabbled into like Cincy. I was selling, you know, Cincy warmers and and the little candle warmer (laughs) things. And and I was doing good with it actually. And I was like, okay, I can do this. And, and I actually went back to school and I got my, I got my prior to us going to Germany, I had obtained my master's in business administration. 
And I knew and I told I don't know if you remember this conversation, but I told you I was like, we're going to have a business one day and I need to learn about business. Because when I went to undergrad school, my, my undergrad degree was in communications. I was in a totally different field. And so I was like, I need to learn about business. So what better way to do that? To me, education is key. So I need to go to school for it. I got my master's in business administration. I actually received a, a job where I was teaching. Um, I was an instructor. I was I started off as an instructor assistant uh, for a college, you know, and then I became an instructor and I was teaching business classes. Yeah. So it's like, OK, I'm taking this education that I got. And I'm actually teaching other people how to do it. And then fast forward, we moved to Germany. It's like, OK, now I need to find a way to make money. So I'm teaching about business. Why not start my own? I was doing the the, the MLM, like I said, the Sensi, yeah. and that went well, you know, and then we moved to, um, I believe our next station was Kansas. Right. I still was kind of dibbling, dabbling, selling a few things, but I still was teaching at the same time. Yeah. But it was like something for me. I knew that I wanted my own because even when I was teaching, it was like the scheduling conflicts and not being able to, you know, get the kids out of school when I needed to pick them up. Or it was a lot of different conflicts. And I was like, you know what, God, I need to find something that I can do to support my family financially, but where I can also be available for my family. Yeah, that, that was so they, important yeah, for us. That was huge. Because as a military family, you didn't have that option. So, and you were the <laughs> soldier. So I had to find a way to still, you know, make money, but be available. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and, and whenever we talk about that Kansas piece, I remember you teaching out at, on, on post. Yeah. And teaching the business classes. And it was like, whoa, okay. It's something to this. And then being able to figure out how to free up our time. Right. Um, I think we was early on. That was a big that was a big thing for us as well, being able to control our time so that we had enough time for our daughters because we never did want to put them into the daycare and oh, yeah. all of no. those things. We always wanted to have time with them. And I think unbeknownst to us, that kind of pushed us even more over into that Absolutely. whole entrepreneurial God, journey. And, he, and God knew what he was doing in that time because, you know, it was a whole new world for me. I can only speak for myself, even being a being a military family, being a military, you know, army wife and a military spouse. That was new for me. But I also knew that I'm like, I have kids. I have small kids. I don't want to just take them to anywhere. We're moving around every couple of years. I don't know these people. I don't want to be taking my babies, you know, to these different places. So God knew my heart even then to the point of me saying, OK, I want to make sure that I can still be here for my family Physically, like in the building, in their school, go to lunch with them if I want to go to lunch, chaperone a field trip if I want to chaperone a field trip, but also be able to make money. And that that spark was there in Kansas, but it really didn't come to fruition until you finally got out and we came back to Florida. Yeah. When we came back to Florida, it was like I had so many people that was coming to me and asking me about business and and I would have these conversations and it would just start coming. They're like, you need to be a business consultant. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, I should. That sounds cool. But I never I didn't really take it seriously until probably maybe a year after we were back in Florida. And that's when I actually formed, you know, the business with the state of Florida. Didn't do much with it then either. <laughs> right. right. And then it took me um, a couple of years later and I just started just like, OK, you know what? I got to be about my business. And I started, you know, New Perspective Consulting Services, and we've been growing ever since. And then, of course, we started our security company in 2019, 
And God has just blessed us since then to just, you know, we have multiple businesses at this point and we've just been growing from there. So to God be the glory. Absolutely. So even even with that being said, knowing how to structure um, a multitude of businesses yeah. was was kind of a challenge for us at, at, the, at the beginning for people that are just starting out with their business and they're just they're just doing one and they don't have that huge educational background nor the support system right. as far as people have been people before them doing uh, being entrepreneurs in their family. What is something that you would say to them at this point, thinking back to where we were, what are some of the things that you would say to them as they start? Well, this, I mean, as a consultant, I work with startups and new businesses. <laughs> so I will say what I say to my clients, you know, first and foremost, you can do it. That's the number one thing. I believe a lot of people feel like they have good ideas, um, but they don't actually understand like, not only is it a great idea, but you can actually do this. Yeah. Let's go for it. You know, being willing to commit to the process, though, because I will say this, that entrepreneurship is not easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> While you may not be working for someone else, when you go to a job every day, you go from nine to five, you know, eight to four, whatever your schedule might be. When you leave work, you leave work. And that's that. But when you have your own business, you're on 24 hours a day, seven days a week if you want to make money. Right. You own it lock, stock and barrel. You it's, own it's it no, because you you have right. to be. Now, if you want to kind of halfway do it and it's like hit or miss or when you fill up to it, then you know what? That's fine. But your 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 sales are going to reflect that. Your income yeah. is going to reflect that. Your revenue is going to reflect that. So my my thing to your point again, your question was, what do I say? I would say, number one, you can do it. Number two, I would say take advantages of the resources that are available to you because you don't have to do it by yourself. If you can't afford to get a a a contact a consulting firm like what I have, or if you can't afford to to maybe you know pay someone, I would say there's so many resources in the community. Yes. Connect with those resources in the community, whether it be through you know an urban league or any any of those. Go to the library. There's so many different resources depending on where you are that offer assistance with businesses. Find out what's available to you in your area and connect with them, partner with them so that they can help you through this process. That would be another thing that I say is is very important. Okay, you 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 said that search out for assistance. What are, what is the best place to go when I'm starting? I know that we use the Urban League. Well, they have the uh, Urban League and so it what was the other one that we used? That's what I was going to say. If you don't, if you Urban League is for minorities, if you're not a minority, you can always go to SCORE, the SCORE, Entrepreneurial the Center. One. They have those in, yes. in, you know, metropolitan areas. SCORE is an excellent resource. That's the one I was they give you about. free mentors, business mentors to assist you. And when you go there, a lot like the one in Central Florida, for example, SCORE is connected to the Entrepreneurial Center. Yes. So in that center, you have different Chamber of Commerce, you have women business empowerment organizations, yes. all these different organizations that are there that are resources that can help you as you're as you're getting the process started. So I would I think I recommend anybody who feels like they want to start a business but don't know what to do, get yourself connected to these resources because they are awesome and they will help you through the process. Absolutely. SCORE is the one that I, I specifically remember whenever we first started because we would go to the classes, even with you being in, in the teaching industry as far as you know businesses and startups, 
we would still go to the classes because to try to figure out where our blind spots were. Oh, absolutely. And scoring the SBA was, I mean, amazing resource. Yeah, because we would go, and it, and even if they were saying stuff that we already knew, guess what? We would make connections just from the other people in the class. Yeah. You yeah, know, so it's cool. opportunities that you always got to, when you step into the room, you always got to look for what's, okay, okay, God, why am I here? You know, it may not be for you to learn something new. It might be for you to to meet someone in the room that's there to learn. And you might can partner with them later on down the line and do business with them. Or they might, you know, need you to come and provide a service that you're providing. You never know. So always, whenever you're in these different settings, always go in with expectancy, expecting to get some type of outcome out of that situation. And I know for us, that was a lot of times, you know, even when we would go to, um, they had networking events that we went to yeah. and we yeah. would get the opportunity to, you know, give it our business cards. And I remember one networking opportunity we went to, they had with score and, um, they were doing free headshots. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and so for us, that was huge uh, yeah, because it was like, that. okay, well we yeah. do need some headshots. So this is a great opportunity if nothing else for us to go and get our picture taken for, our, you know, our website. So, I definitely encourage you to take advantage of the resources that are available. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's good stuff. Cause I, I, I was trying to think of score cause I remember us going to those classes, sitting in those rooms and, you know, taking, taking notes. Yeah. And it's like, yo, we don't have that. Uh, we have this, 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 and it was, it was, it was a good time. You know, it really, really gave us a, a, a solid foundation of, of things that we knew, and it also helped us, you know, with some some of the, the connections and um, some of the things that we didn't know. You can make there. And you never know what you don't know. Right. You know, you never know what you just don't know what you don't know. And so being in those rooms and us learning about payroll processing <laughs> and learning about, you know, workers' oh, comp yeah, insurance yeah. and all these different things. Because for us, it, you know, we don't just sell product. We are a service provider. So we got workers. We got employees. Right. Those are things that. You know, we definitely needed to learn because every 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 state is different. Every city is different. The requirements for these things. And so we were definitely able to, you know, take advantage of the resource. And this was why I was finishing up my Ph.D. in yeah. business. <laughs> yep. So I'm like, I'm working on my Ph.D. and I still didn't know half of this stuff. So right. that I mean, that was, you know, huge for us to be able to to get that information Absolutely. I, I I can't say, you know, kudos enough to to score in the SBA here, um, our local where we are. Yeah. Um, but another question just spun off in, in my mind. What was the biggest fear that you had whenever you started um, started even thinking about entrepreneurship or ju- actually jumped out there and started doing it? What was what, what was the biggest fears? The biggest fear was rejection and people not, you know, as I'm presenting myself in the services that I provide, people not being receptive to it. Mm-hmm. You know, I knew I knew I knew my stuff. Like, I know I know my stuff. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, listen, it's two things I can talk about all day. What did I say before? God and business is the other one. So them two things right there, I could talk about God all day. And I could talk about business all day. I know business, but I still was uh, fearful of, oh my gosh, is somebody really going to pay me for me to talk to them about business or for me to help them with their business? Right. That was number one, you know, fear of just that rejection. And, and, you know, with rejection, then it's like, okay, if I'm rejected, I'm not successful, that type of thing. Um, That is something that I had to overcome and that God had to deal with me on like, okay, God, I'm taking this step of faith. 
So I need you to see me through this process. And so the way that I overcame that, it just it, it transformed my 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 prayer life. It transformed my spiritual journey with God because it was like it's not about me. Lord, if this is the assignment that you've given me, like business to me is like a gift that he's given me. And I understand now that not everybody has it. And so I'm like, Lord, if this is the gift that you have given me, help me to know my worth. Help me to not be afraid of those who might reject me, but to receive those who do receive me and help them to the fullest capacity that you've allowed me to do that. So that's one of the things for me, I had to overcome that fear of, oh my gosh, they're not going to, you know, no one's going to pay me for that. And then when I, and then when I was charging, especially when I first started, oh my gosh, I was so undervaluing myself. I was so undervaluing my time. So then when I got comfortable charging, it's like knowing my worth. That was another, I wouldn't necessarily say fear, but challenge understanding my worth and who I am and understanding the value of my time, the value of the information that I share. You know, I really had to get in a space to where I was comfortable with saying, you know what? Yeah, that's worth more than $20. Like I need to charge more for that. Like I really had to find that. That's good. That's, that's, that's really good because I feel like a lot of people, especially when they start, they don't, they don't appreciate, the value that they give to others. Absolutely. No matter what it is, I don't care if it's they baking cookies. I don't care if they're speaking. I don't care if they're making clothes. They don't take into consideration of all the things that goes into their skills and what they've done because they sometimes they've done it for other people so long to where it's not thought about. Or like you say, they don't have the confidence to stand in the square and be like, no, this is what this it is. This is what it's worth. And if it don't bring value to you, it'll bring value to somebody else that understands it. Absolutely. And that's, I think that's a lot of times why a lot of people give up in the entrepreneurial journey because some people will be like, no, that's, that's too much. That's, I'm not going to pay that. But then again, you have another sector of people that's like, no, I value my time. I value quality. I value the scarcity of what you do. Yeah. And those are things like finding the right people, finding the right customer, knowing your customer base. And that's that's marketing right there. You know what I'm saying? Knowing yeah. knowing those things. That's, like, that's marketing. That's that's being able to say when people say, well, who is your target market? Everyone. No, it's not everybody because everybody mm-mm. can't afford what you bring to the table. Right. Everybody don't see the value in what you bring to the table. So it's not everybody. And and that's being able to reach your target market. I'm sorry to mean to cut you off. No, 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 no. That's good. Cause I, 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 I want, I wanted you to flow. I wanted you to hop into that because that's, um, that's huge. And I, like, like you say, you got people that's doing something that comes to my mind, custom sneakers. Some people sell their customs for a hundred. Some people sell them for 2000. Right. But she, they've created that value. The, the big thing is the people that are selling them for 2000 like, hey, it is what it is. Right. You know, that's the value. If you want it. these sneakers, right. hey. you're going to have to pay this money. And if not, no harm, no foul. Right. It's all we good. We still good. That, and that's exactly how I feel, too. Like, I, hey, my prices are my prices. I will happily refer you to my website to book an appointment. You see what it costs. If you really want the help, you'll pay it. And if not, it's perfectly fine. There are other people out there that you might be able to get to help you out. But I'm just not that person. Wow. And I'll go back for me. I think my biggest fear was whenever we begin to make money, can we sustain this? Right. Is this going to keep going the way it is? 
I think that was that was a big that that was my big one. That was like, oh, okay, cool. It's cool for this amount of time, but what happens when this is gone? Are we still gonna be able to? <laughs> that's where that. But that's what I'm saying. Like that's where that faith and that 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 trust in God, that praying, that asking for wisdom. The Bible says if and if we want wisdom, we have to ask Him for it. So we have to ask Him for wisdom, and we gotta just trust God. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm, I believe like, and, and I say this before you heard me say all of our businesses, like God, these are your businesses. Help us to represent you. Lord, your word says that you shall supply all of our needs according to your riches and glory. Right. So if that supply is going to come through these businesses, I need you to bless them. Like that comes from relationship. That comes from communing with God, from talking to God, from trusting God and knowing that he's not going to leave us. He would not put us out there. Like, that's what I kept telling you. Cause I, it's so funny you use that. <laughs> as your example, because I would tell you that I'm like, babe, God got us. Yeah. We're going to be good because God is taking care of us. That's true. He's the bless. He is. He's blessing us. You know what I'm saying? With our security company, it was like, no, he's sending these contracts. This phone is ringing off the hook because of him, <laughs> not us. Right. Right. So he's taking care of us. And see, it, it wasn't, it wasn't, how do I put that? I, I really think that it was me holding on to more of the, the traditional work work thought process of you know the whole retirement the 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 entrepreneur side was cool but it's like no I need something else to fall back on just in case this don't ride the way it's supposed to and once I start to look at the back end and everything that was going on I, I realized like whoa we losing money with me being somewhere else in these other seats instead of me focusing all the energy on our business and let me just say that, something huh let me just say something. yes you're comfortable <laughs> the biggest dream killer you, <laughs> you say that <laughs> you were comfortable you're the like oh well i needed killer. something to fall back on no you were comfortable period oh, yeah. point blank that's what it was you was you was comfortable getting up and going to work every day yeah. going out to the va like you were comfortable with that and yeah, so you sure. had to get uncomfortable and you had to what i just say step out of faith yeah. and trust god they're comfortable Period. being uncomfortable. Yeah. And that's what <laughs> yeah. it is. You know, and that's that's really, honestly and truly, that's really what entrepreneurship is. Like, you're uncomfortable, but you got to do it anyway. Right. That's So that's what is that? That's being brave. That's being courageous. And saying, all right, you know what? I'm going to try it because guess what? Anybody listening, y'all, please turn the volume up in your car right now. If you leave that job to start your business, bet on yourself. Ooh. But guess what? If it don't work out, you can always go back and apply job. to a job. Yeah. You can yeah. always go back and apply and get something else. So tr bet on you. Walk in faith. Be who God created you to be. Because I believe that a lot of times we go in these jobs and we just become somebody totally different than who God created us. The word of God says in the book of Jeremiah that before God formed us, he knew us and he had a plan for us. What if that plan for you is for you to be out there doing something totally opposite than what you're doing right now? Mm. But you're comfortable. You're comfortable. And don't misunderstand me because I do believe, I do not believe that entrepreneurship is for everyone. So don't yes, misunderstand yes, me. Yes, yes. Entrepreneurship is not for everyone. But for those of you who know that you have been called to business, who know that there's a business inside of you, that who knows that you have a grand idea, that you have uh, something that you want to create, that you a service that you want to provide, a product that you want to sell, 
But you're getting up and you're going to work every day because you're comfortable. You're living check, check to check because you're comfortable. I challenge you to step out on faith. I challenge you to say, okay, God, I know you put this on the inside of me. Now I'm going to walk by faith and I'm going to see, can I make it happen? I will say this. If you're working on a job and you halfway working and you halfway giving the effort, <laughs> whenever you leave that job to work for yourself, it hit different because you're making your own money and you, right. but oh my goodness. And <laughs> one thing that I learned switching over, whoo, you going to work. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now you go, you can work your behind. It off, ain't easy, but Ooh, it feels so good <laughs> because it's the sweat of your own labor. Yeah. And I think that that's what drives me. It's like, wow, we're, we God is blessing us to not have to answer to somebody else and put food on other people's table, bless them at the right, same time. Right. So it brings a different type of like drive, especially whenever you talking work ethic. Yeah. It, it, it gives you a little bit more mm, like, yeah, we finna go. We going super hard on this one because we got other people depending on us yeah. and we doing it. That's, that's, that's a whole nother point too, because it's one thing when I'm saying that, you know, me stepping out in faith and I'm doing it for me because I want to start this business. But it's another thing when you got folks working for you that's depending on you. That's, you know, you are are getting these contracts and getting this work for them to do so that they can feed their yeah. family. Yeah. That's a whole nother type of like, wow, God, thank you, Jesus. But Bless. you got to keep pushing forward with that because Again, it's now is no longer just about you and yours. Like now you are blessing others in a, on a whole nother level. And that is something that, you know, we got to make sure we in the perfect will of God. We got to make sure that we like, okay, God, you know, this is what you've called us to. We want to help other people and we don't want to take that for granted. We don't want to just be like, God, ain't no big deal. We can't take that for granted. Not right. want to. We don't. We can't. Nah, nah, because like I say all the time, you're blessed to be a blessing. And while he's blessing you, especially in these these settings, it's like we're able to bless other people. Yeah. And that's truly what it's about at the, at the end of the day and being able to talk about Christ and and, and pray <laughs> and no holds bars and, it, you know, nobody telling you, okay, you can't do that, go home. And hmm. I I think that's I'm what. I'm talking about God. <laughs> And I'm talking about Jesus. <laughs> yeah, if, if, if nothing else, you know what I'm saying? So, like, and it's funny because to go back to the position of, like, COVID and everything, when everybody was was laid off and they couldn't go to work and whatnot and their hours were shifted, they began to, to start businesses and side hustles. And now there's a, a space where it's an influx of businesses. How important is it to have your business structured correctly? Oh my gosh. I that's that's my number one pet peeve. Anybody that works with me, anybody, any client that comes through our company, you're gonna make sure that you have your structure correctly. Not only are you gonna be have your stuff filed with the divisional corporations and you know, have your EIN and having your your proper duns and everything else, but you're gonna you're gonna have a fully, completely solid structure for your business because when COVID happened, right? Mm -hmm. Prior to there being a stimulus payment, there was a PPP. And I think a lot of people missed that. Right. Before the first stimulus check went out, the Paycheck Protection Program became available to businesses. Loans, grants became available to businesses. But guess what? You had to have your business structured correctly. Mm -hmm. So I would encourage you, 
if you're going to sell cakes, sell your cakes, but make sure you file your LLC. Make sure you get your EIN. Make sure that you have your business bank account and you're doing it legitimately. Do not just have a side hustle selling lip gloss on Facebook, but you're not setting it up correctly. I'm not knocking whatever hustle you have. I think it's great, but you got to structure it correctly. You have to do that. Register with Sam.gov, making sure that you have your certif- your business certifications. That's what I'm known for. I, I push our company, New Perspective Consulting Services. We specialize in making sure that you get your business certified, whether it's a minority business enterprise certification, uh, a veteran business enterprise certification, a woman business enterprise certification. That's what we do. Because we want to make sure that when these opportunities become available, whether it's a grant down the line, you want to be able to get it. And a lot of people used to think that the certifications were only for when you wanted government contracts. And that's not the case. Mm -hmm. Get your business certified. So when they say we have a grant for women business owners, you think they're going to be looking at pictures and say, oh, yeah, that's a woman. No, they're going to say, are you certified? That's a part of the criteria. So make sure you get your business certified. You want to say minorities. They're not going to look and say, oh, okay, that picture is a Hispanic woman or, oh, that picture is a black man. No, 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 no. They're going to say, we need to see that your business is certified. Before we give you this $10,000 grant, we need you to make sure that you're certified. That's not the time to start working on your certification. You need to already (laughs) have it because you're not going to get your check if that's what you're trying to do. Correct. Correct. And I I love the fact that you you made the point of they gave out loan they gave out money to businesses to prop businesses up first and it's that's always this country's mo we they they the small businesses are the backbone of our economy exactly so they're gonna they're gonna take care of it they're they're gonna send give them money way before they give anybody else any money you look at the big airlines and the big banks anything happens you best believe they're gonna push money to them care of and take care of them so with that being said, I, I get with the special identifiers. What are some of the other insulating factors? Give me two or three more insulating like um, accountant that, that they should absolutely be looking well, for. Well, just making sure that you have, you know, making sure that you have the right bookkeeping software. There's so many resources there for that, too. You don't have so many different bookkeeping software that you can just connect your business account to when it does it for you, making sure that you are not just having a tax prepare entrepreneurs. You don't want just a tax prepare. You want an accountant. Okay. I highly, highly, highly encourage you to have a certified public accountant filing your taxes and doing your paperwork for you. I'm not knocking tax preparers. Don't misunderstand me, but I'm just as a professional. (laughs) I'm only recommending that you have yourself a certified public accountant. Now I will say this, it can be challenging finding a good Good accountant. CPA. (laughs) It can be very challenging. Okay. But that's exactly what you need as, because here's the deal. Nobody goes into business to not make money. So as you make money, and as your revenue increases and, and your gross revenue and you and the, the the six figures and the seven figures, you need somebody who know what they're doing. You don't need somebody that's just at, you know, what's the little tax place? I can't even think turbo of the tax. tax. Yeah, turbo tax <laughs> and, and, and H&R Block and all these. No, no, no. That's yeah. not what you need. You need you need somebody that is literally, you know, certified in accounting and that's what they do. So I would definitely recommend, you know, having and, and here's the deal. Having people that specialize in that field, because as a business owner, 
you have to do so many things already. Right. Right. You got to wear so many different hats. You got to be HR. You got to be the social media specialist. You got to be the customer service person, you know, responding to emails, the administrative side. You wear so many hats. And then if you have products, you making the products and everything else, you already wear enough hats. So when it comes to your money and numbers, you need to make sure that you have somebody who specializes in that area and knows what they're doing. So my suggestion is to make sure that you have an accountant lined up. And again, just making sure, you know, that you have all your ducks in a row when it comes to the structure of your business. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And coming to, and I think this will probably be my last question. Um, what is the biggest pitfall that you see in, in the people that you're dealing with and how to Ooh, mitigate that? That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. The biggest pitfall, honest to God, that I see is the lack of consistency, mm-hmm. the lack of their willingness to per- persevere, because as we started off and I said in the beginning, entrepreneurship is not easy. Right. So I've seen so many people that they start off strong and then their lack of consistency or it gets harder. It's a challenge that comes their way. And then they're like, oh, I don't want to do it no more. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, this happened. And so now I'm not able to what you mean? <laughs> right. Do you want to make money or not again? But that goes back to being comfortable. So it's like if you got something to fall back on, and I'm going to use this example real quick, You, I, especially right after COVID, there were so many people where you saw, like you were seeing testimonies of people saying, you know, I got fired from my job, my six-figure job, you know, and I had, I had no other choice. I had to make money. So they start a business and these people blow up and now they're multimillionaires. Why is that? Because they didn't have a choice. They didn't have nothing to fall back on. And they knew that they had to grind come hell or high water to make it happen. When you have kids that you have to feed, when you have a roof that you got to keep over your head, you you're not going to give yourself no excuse. But a lot of the people who want to start a business are in a space to where they're comfortable. So they're like, oh, you know, I work, but I do want to start a business and I want to get going. So they get started and then they just get comfortable again. And it's like, oh, well, yeah, I stopped posting on my social media. I haven't had a sale in a couple of weeks. I stopped, you know, sending out my emails or my newsletters. And it's like they get discouraged. And I'm like, no, you can't do that. I think (laughs) that that is it. And the remedy to that is connecting yourself to like-minded individuals. Yes. yes. If you can if if you can connect yourself to other entrepreneurs who are, who may be dealing with the same struggles or challenges that you are facing, you all can help each other. You are so much stronger together and I think a lot of people miss that. Yeah. But if you are working every day and you are around people who have no concept of what it means to have a business, they're not going to understand what you're talking about at all. Even if you try to explain <laughs> it to them and talk to them, they're going to be like, oh, okay. Them the ones that you still got that little business. Exactly. And that's <laughs> that what it is. Business. That little business. How offensive <laughs> is that? That little business. So you have to connect yourself to other like-minded individuals. Get you a business coach. Yes. Yes. Get you a good business coach who want to see you win, who you can talk to. And they can, every time you talk to your business coach, they should make you should lead that conversation feeling motivated. You should lead that conversation ready to change the world. So get you a good business coach that can push you, that can encourage you, that can help you. Because that's another thing is having the right people in your circle. That is so uh, important. 
That's that's paramount, especially whenever you say like that gets you a coach thing. People don't understand how important that is. Whenever you see the greats, you know, you see Absolutely. Jordan had had a coach. You know, you see um, Denzel had a coach. He still oh, has a coach. Has, you know how awesome saying? is Denzel? And he still to this day has an acting coach. That's crazy. Like folks like that, they know the 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 importance of finding the blind spots no matter how great they get it's like yo i could still do a little bit better it's uh, just this tiny inch is going to put me miles from everybody else because yeah. they're not doing the, the little things right and that's what i i love the fact that you said get a coach yeah because you know the coach is worth his weight in money, weight in gold Absolutely. it's not the money it's the little blind spots that they find to help you get to greatness. And it, and it's so, I'm a business coach, but then I also have a business coach, had a business coach, have however you want to call it. And it's been so encouraging and monumental and just by the way that I think. So for me, I can coach my clients because I'm thinking about business all the time. And all I, all it takes is for me to have one conversation and for them to talk to me. And I'll be like, okay, pause. I got this. I got that. I, I need you to do this. I need right. you to do that. Right. It just flows from me. But then it also helps me to stay engaged. It also helps me in, in, in speaking and hearing from what my coach is saying. It helps me to say, okay, let me try this for my business. So let me do that for my business as well. So tap in. If you don't have one, get yourself a business coach. That is so important. Phenomenal. And we come to the end. What are your final words for the people? Oh, my gosh. My <laughs> final words. I can talk this. This could be like a 10 hour long episode, man. Hey, again, we could do I a love, part two to it. Like. I love entrepreneurship, <laughs> but I would definitely say again, if you have, if you feel like God has, has called you to that, just do it. You can do it. Trust yes. yourself. Bet on you. Yeah. Because if yeah. you don't bet on you, nobody else is going to do that. So step out in faith. Trust God. Get Take advantage of the resources, connect with the right people, make sure you have the right people in your circle around you Please. that can help you. That is so important. Other Please. entrepreneurs, networking, that's how you gain those relationships with other business. Because somebody, I don't know why, I just felt that in my spirit. Like, how do I get other people around me? You do that through networking. You, th you do that through going to networking events, whether it be in person, whether it be virtual, you do that through connecting yeah. in those. And that goes back to when we said, like when they have score and they have, you know, the urban league or other programs available in your community where you can be in the same room with other people who are doing the same thing. Absolutely. That you're, doing. you're doing like the Toastmasters or whatever yeah. right now, yeah. even right now. Yeah, so that's those are wonderful opportunities. Like, really, you got you got to be out there and you, you can't be shy about it. You know, this is this is your life work. So being in, in enthusiastic about it. Absolutely. Uh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're good. I didn't say <laughs> what I had to say. Listen, I'm going to plug myself again. New Perspective Consulting Services. We and it's not just myself. I have a team, a great, amazing team. We all specialize in different things. If you are looking for any type of consulting services, please feel free to reach out to us. www.newpcs.org. Ah, you heard it. So, you know, you, hey, let's get on. Um, let's get on with building our businesses. Stop talking about it and be about it. Let's do that. Absolutely. My final words would be it's going to be tough. You're going to run into some situations where it's hard. But life, life is so, so cool to where it gives you the test to learn the lesson. While you're in school, 
you know, you learn the lesson and then you get the test. But in life, it's those tough parts that gives you the lesson and you learn and you continue to grow and continue to look back and you're like, oh, wow. I made it through that. So now it pushes you farther along and you're like, man, this is tough, but Remember when I made it through that? If I can make it through that. In that way, exactly. <laughs> Whatever that huge thing is, if I can make it through that, ah, this is nothing. Yeah. And especially, like you said, having the right people around you with that mentality. Yeah. Instead of having it, oh, you can't do that. The folks around, it's like, oh, let's do it then. And in the middle of the craziness, it's like, ah, okay, but let's figure it out. Yeah. We messed this up bad. <laughs> Let's challenge each other. All right, y'all. We're going to challenge each other this month. We're yes. going to do this and we're going to do that. It, I'm telling you, it makes you better. It's amazing having the right people around you. So that's that's what I would say. I would say, you know, keep going through it. Like, life life, life gives you. Life, life, life literally gives you the test so that you can get the lesson behind it. And I believe that all of us, it's, I'm no, I'm, 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 I'm no better than nobody else. I'm a country boy from the panhandle. And if I could do it, anybody could do it. So as always, peace, love, and blessing to you and yours. Everybody connected to y'all. Y'all be safe out there. God bless.